Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chiego Dunham. And I'm Scott Corelli from DuelingGenre.com. Welcome back, Scott. Thanks for coming back once more. Of course. Thanks for having me. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way to say that. Today we're talking about Kiki's Delivery Service Minute 78, which starts with Kiki coming to a sudden, frightening realization, and it ends with Kiki running down a hill in the dark. Mm-hmm. So would you say that this is this is when uh this is when Kiki falls into the steam pipe? Yeah. It's not quite as violent. But <laughs> No, thank goodness. <laughs> Yeah, it's very similar too because it's like it's like she her powers are sort of running out of juice, you know. It's not because like it was like a gradual thing him losing his powers in uh, in Spider Man Two, and so this kind of feels similar, where it's it's like her powers are just sort of running out of juice. Like they're still still kind of vaguely there, but she she can't do like everything that she was doing before, you know. Like I can't get on a broom and float for like three seconds. And I know that's a failure in her eyes, but you know it's pretty amazing for me, <laughs> yes. from my perspective. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so she still has her powers to a certain extent. It's just they're not as they're not as good. Yeah. This distinction is made explicitly actually the next minute when uh, Osono asks her, "Oh, you mean your powers are gone? Like your powers have been, are been wiped away?" And she's like, "They're weak." They're weak, okay? It's like somebody who has like has a condition or an allergy is tired of explaining it. <laughs> no, they're not gone. It's just weak, okay? Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what's causing it? I guess what, did you guys come to a conclusion what caused Spider-Man to lose his powers? Um, I mean, I think... I, I I think what we came up with was basically that he was doing it for the wrong reasons and it was stressing him out to an extent that like he was just losing his powers because, you know, in that he felt obligated to become Spider-Man in the first movie. Uh, but I think it's in the second movie that he more so than just like doing it for, you know, great power, great responsibility, yada, yada. I killed my uncle, etc. Um <laughs> Uh, instead he, he starts to do it because it's the right thing to do. Like, because he just feels like it's his duty. Like it's, it's a part of him. You know, it always, it felt like a burden at the beginning of the movie. And then as the movie goes along, when he gets his powers back, he realizes that it's kind of what makes him special, which is like a different, I don't know. It just, it clicked in his brain, I guess. And I think I think something similar is happening here. I think her powers have become a little bit of a burden because she's feeling that burnout. And so, yeah, I think your assessment that this is basically the same movie as Spider-Man 2 is uh, 100% accurate. I wonder, there's, I think in, in this movie, there's like the added dimension of puberty, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I think. And coming to an adulthood, which may be... That's maybe not there in Spider-Man. I think you too. guys described it as the midlife crisis. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's much more that I well, but the, but then it doesn't. If I remember correctly, now forgive me, I didn't have time to rewatch the whole movie. But if I remember correctly, doesn't she get her powers back in a moment that is like sort of 
all at once when her friend, the what is his name, Tombo? Is that his mm-hmm. name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. When Tombo is in trouble, and then yes. she like gets her powers back and goes to save him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. exactly what happens in Spider Man Two. He doesn't have his powers, <laughs> and then Mary Jane gets kidnapped by Doctor Octopus, as you do, and uh, and then his powers come back all at once. Yeah, I think so. It's actually very similar. Yeah, it's a moment. Yeah, because she in this minute, I think we see. She tries to get her powers back by like running down a hill, right? Mm-hmm. It's yep. like, oh, uh, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what the logic is there. Like, if you can't fly in your room, why are you gonna fly running down a hill? How is getting a jump start gonna help you? And no, I, I just, no, I guess she's just trying, yeah, <laughs> trying something. You know, she's trying. I mean, man. why are you so trying? Jumping, jumping uh, those rooftops and then ends up falling on that car. So, but if it's like a crisis that brings her, them out of it, like how much are they willing to bet? Like how? I mean, she's got uh, later on this week. We see there's like a steep cliff at the back of her backyard. Mm-hmm. She could just jump off that, right? She could Bro. put herself in a situation <laughs> where if she doesn't fly, she's gonna like at least break a leg or something. But like the thing about that is that she has to know that that's the trigger. Yeah, and she doesn't. Maybe maybe she's seen maybe in 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 this alternate universe where there was no World War Two maybe Spider Man Two was already released <laughs> and uh, she saw what happened to Peter when he jumped off that roof. Toby uh, McGuire. It's like, oh, it's not gonna happen to me. <laughs> the thought of Toby McGuire existing in this universe is hilarious to me. <laughs> he kind of fits. I'll be honest. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Just a little bit. I mean, he's. He He's a little be, out of out of out of touch, a little little G whiz. He could be part of Tombo's uh Oh my god. Club. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Spider-Man is just happening simultaneously in this universe. <laughs> uh, just across town. <laughs> it's just across the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of simultaneously, you may uh we figured out that oh. my neighbor Totoro happens in like 54, 57, and yeah. it's basically just a couple years off of Iron Giant. They're basically oh. happening at the same time. Wow. Like one of them That's is pretty good. 54 and the other is like yeah. 57 or something yeah. like that. Mm. Very similar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, they're similar movies, I would say, without yeah. the um, army man trying to kill a child part of it. <laughs> right. I would love I would love to see someone do like a weird fan edit where they just replace the Iron, uh, Giant. The Iron Giant with Totoro <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> so it's like it's like the Iron Giant like holding the little umbrella at the bus stop. The Iron Giant is the spirit of the forest and Totoro <laughs> yeah. is from space. <laughs> yeah. Tot- Totoro is saying Superman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. May is uh Resting on uh, a sleep, the sleeping Iron Giant's face <laughs> <laughs> or his chest. Oh my goodness! Yeah, but I think the added layer of puberty. As someone who watched this when they were like Kiki's age, or like had watched it around the same time that, and experiencing the same 13, things that, 14. yeah, thirteen, fourteen. I think it's more so. There is the burnout aspect of like I made my hobby into a career, but I think it's also this like self confidence issue in that like she's not fully confident in herself mm-hmm. at this moment. Yeah, I think there's 
I think there's definitely like a little bit of that of that aspect. I think I think part of it is, or maybe that she's not sure she deserves to have this power. Oh. I think she's just, I mean, she's having these kind of emotional reactions and like being mean when she doesn't want to be mean. And I don't know if she's just, she hasn't, which I think is like, she just hasn't learned to manage her emotions. Like She has these reactions and she can't like write it out or kind of let it wash over her. She has to react and act on it. I think that's what's going, that was going, what was going on last week. And, I mean, we we saw her, like, earlier this week say, I don't know what's happening to me. You know, one minute I'm honest and upfront and nice, and the next minute I'm hateful. And pushing people away, kind of. So I wonder if part of it is, you know, she doesn't know if that's who she really is. Am I a good person? Am I a Mm. bad person? And maybe part of, like... That's what's eroding her confidence, and maybe she doesn't feel she deserves. She doesn't know if this is her place. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Fundamentally, it's like, is this my, is, is this, this my, my place? place? Is this my role? I mean, the other thing that the other parallel that doesn't really happen this week, but Peter uh, goes to see that uh, deadhead doctor, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Kiki goes to visit her hippie, his hippie artist, artist friend, friend <laughs> at her cabin. Right. Yeah, I think it's a it's a lot of things. It's burnout, it's self confidence, and it's figuring out if sh- she fits in. Mm. You know, it's everything. It's all encompassing. And then in that pivotal moment where she helps rescue Tombo, it's kind of solidified that yes, she can do it, and that yes, she does fit in because she's helping her friend. She's having uh, imposter syndrome. Yes, um, yeah. I think to a certain extent. I also think that there's. A level of I think the reason this is so relatable is just the idea of like, you know, she's growing up and she's becoming an adult. And like all people who are fresh adults, they're like, I don't know how to be an adult. And what they don't know is that no adult knows how to be an adult and they still don't. You never really learn how to be an adult. You just kind of fake it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And and uh, I think that that's a that's a realization that a lot of people have to learn, I guess, is that, yeah, your parents were faking it like they, <laughs> like nobody, nobody knows what they're doing ever. <laughs> and I think that a lot of her story arc is uh, relevant to that as well, of just like that realization that, you know, all those adults that you thought were like so wise and know what they're doing. None of them know what they're doing. No one knows what they're doing. Yeah. So that's, is that like what? she gets like from the hippie and like peter gets from that deadhead or (laughs) yeah i think to a certain extent is that no one really knows because even when she talks with her hippie friend her hippie friend kind of opens up and is like yeah i like i even though i know what i'm doing i still have moments of doubt but you know i still work through it yeah kiki's kind of and i think maybe to some extent peter's they'll like both find somebody to admit hey like i really don't know what i'm doing (laughs) <laughs> they find somebody to say, yeah. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. None of us do. Nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also, she kind of has to like grow up really quick mm-hmm. by like making her own business, handling electrical and phone bills, handling money and budgeting stuff. Yeah. They How both old are... is she supposed to be? 13. 13. Oh. 
yeah. yeah. So they're both running into like a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Like quickly, her and Peter. Yeah. They're just like letting her like pay bills and things. Like they're I'd... just <laughs> nobody's inter intervening and being like, "You're only 13. You shouldn't be doing this." Well, that does happen uh, when she first arrives in the city. Like she tries to check in at a hotel. Oh. Yeah. And the uh, the person at the front desk is like, "You're 13. Come on." <laughs> Where are your parents? <laughs> and she's yeah. like, okay, never mind. That's a fair question. Okay, You'll never get mind. it. I'll take my business elsewhere. <laughs> and then that's when the, uh, the if I'm running that hotel, I call Child Protective Services. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's just trying her best. She's just trying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, running up and down a hill probably will do the trick, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until she breaks her broom and then it's basically... Ugh. Game yeah, over. that's she really had to hit that hill hard too because that looks like a thick broom. She broom, broom handles aren't hard or aren't easy to break. No, that had to be a lot of gravity at work because I'm assuming she like fell on the broom and then yeah, she had broke to like it. she had to land on it like at a particular angle. I yeah, think. that's a physics problem if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Small bit of animation thing. I really like that you can see the underside of the ribbon when she like tilts her head forward from the back. Like you can see it under her oh, hair. It's like you're right. It's like wow, you really don't need to you didn't have to go that hard, Ghibli, but you did. <laughs> Dang. You always do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just noticed I'd never noticed that before. That's like on second forty eight. Yeah. yeah. She's climbing back up the hill. Yeah, you see the the strap, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always the fun thing about dissecting these movies minute by minute is that you notice things like that. Like, I think the most famous one is the dirt on Chihiro's feet in Spirited Away when she's running on the the pipe. Mm-hmm. You know? It's fun to find little nuggets like that. <laughs> so she doesn't have, like, any other powers that she's exercising or developing, right? No. So, I, I mean, it's talking to Gigi and flying. Those are the two things that she can test out. Yeah. I think, I don't, I'm pretty sure this doesn't happen in the movie, but for some reason I have a distinct memory of her mother being like, yeah, I tried to teach her medicine, but she just would never keep it up or something like that. Or like she'd always mess up making a potion or something like that. But that doesn't happen in the movie, Mm. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I might have read that maybe in in the books when she first leaves. So yeah, this is her only thing <laughs> as a witch is just flying on a broom. Well, it's more than I have. Yeah, so. it's more than anyone has. <laughs> it's very impressive. I mean, she, that uh, the senpai witch. She was a fortune teller. Fortune teller. And she was flying. And she was. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and she had a cat. Yeah. So she had the cat, obviously, talking to her cat. And she was flying. And she's a fortune teller. And she's a fortune teller. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, she's trying her best. She's only 13. Yeah, that, I would sum up the movie like that. She's only 13. She's trying her best. <laughs> yeah. What do you think if um, if you had to finish the meme? If I was, if I had lost my powers, I would simply. <laughs> what would you? How would you finish oh, this? Oh my gosh. <laughs> See the Gen Z route. With memes like that is to go the totally cynical, nihilistic route. Yeah. (laughs) But I will be positive on this podcast. If I lost my powers, I would simply just become a baker. (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> at or the use bakery. that truck that they have in the sitting oh, in the yeah. driveway to make my deliveries. Or I would be mm. be hired by that one ham company. Jibri Ham. Jibri Ham. <laughs> There's a truck in this movie that pops up that just has a picture of a pig and it says Jibri Ham. Jibri Ham. Jibri Ham. Jibri Ham. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think that's where she got her sausages. <laughs> yes. Jibri Ham. <laughs> Jibri Ham. Trade, traded it for some bread. Yeah. yeah. Scott, what would you do if you simply lost your powers? You would simply in the in the in the context of being Kiki. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Oh, uh, man, I don't know. I'd probably. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> this is... Uh, man, I don't know. I guess go see a yeah, deadhead I guess doctor. I... <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess I would. I guess I would. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, like stay working at the bakery. I mean, I don't know what else I would do. Yeah, it's either that or go home. Yeah, yeah. Which would be, which I bet is like, it'd be admitting failure, and you should probably lose your powers for good. Yeah, yeah. Because you're supposed to like be you're supposed set to work through independent it. before you even write home. Yeah, much less mm-hmm. visit. Yeah, dang, dang. It's <laughs> <laughs> rough. That's rough, buddy. All right. Well, I guess we'll see. We'll see what. Oh, I know the first thing I would do if yeah. I if I lost my powers, I would simply take down the sign where it looked like I was a witch. <laughs> yes, yes. Because <laughs> it's false advertising now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't want to open yourself up to any lawsuits. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty old and stale anyway. So <laughs> yeah, it's best to throw it away. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll find out what Kiki does tomorrow here on Ghibli, Ghibli Minute.